You're listening to the Maximum Storytelling Podcast, where you'll learn how to produce compelling video marketing content for your law firm through visual storytelling. Maximum Storytelling is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. And now, your hosts, Josh Nagel and Annika Godlewski. Hey guys, this week we're going to talk sunlight and taking video outside. Sometimes attorneys have instances where they need to take video of where an accident happened or perhaps they want to get some cool court shots where they're walking up and down courtroom steps or things like that. So I don't know, we figured we would try to talk about the importance of shadows and how making sure the light is in front of you instead of behind you can make a really, really big difference in how your videos look. Our goal is always to make you look as good as possible. So that's lighting is the number one way to, you know, create, you know, shadows and different things on your face. Okay, now you see on my face, there's a shadow here. When you have the light directly in the front, there is, there's no definition. So uh, Annika's got some examples we'll show you later too, the differences between literally having a light behind you versus off to the side versus in the front and how big of a difference that makes because the sun can be brutal sometimes. And I know we've done an episode on lighting indoors and how you really can manipulate you know, where you put that light and what window you sit in front of. But sometimes when you're outside, it can be, the sun is bright. Sometimes you might have sunglasses on and it's, it feels a lot different than what it ends up looking like, right? Because sometimes when you're looking, you know, through a camera or something, it looks like a photo would turn out okay or a video would turn out okay. And then you look at it later and you're like, oh my gosh, the shadows were really, really bad. And the thing is, uh, you know, your, your eyes, see uh, a dynamic range that is way more superior than what cameras can produce. So, you know, when you're looking at the back of your LCD and your camera, it's like, why doesn't it look like I see it? Because your eye has a, you know, dynamic range of 20 stops or so. Most cameras that we're shooting with have 10 or less. So you're literally getting half of what you are seeing in real life through your camera. So that's why it's more important to make sure that you're setting it up properly because sometimes you can recover some of those highlights and shadows later on, like when you're editing, but you know, the sun, if, you know, if it's, if it's too bright or in the wrong place, it might ruin, you know, all of your footage. Have you ever tried to take a photo or a video of how cool and bright the moon is? You know how it's so big and bright when you see it and then you try to take a picture or you try to take a video and it's not even remotely close to what you're seeing in real life. Yeah. Like when they were, they had the blood moon a few years ago, I set up and tried to take some like close-up shots of it and it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done just because you know it's the moon and how far away it is but yeah super challenging when you're dealing with stuff that's really really bright really really dark especially if you have both in the same shot like if you're inside you're next to a window and you want to see outside you know we do this like with real estate all the time when you're trying to show how great your view is you know when you're inside you see this lovely setup and you want to showcase the mountains in the background you have to have a $50,000 camera just to be able to pull that off, right. you know, unless you do some kind of HDR shooting or something like that. But I'm assuming most attorneys probably don't have $50,000 rigs, but maybe, maybe you do. I don't know. Or you're just in the wrong profession. And right, you should exactly. really think about moving over to cinematography instead of right. the law. So I guess basic, basic rule of thumb is treat the sun as you would the lights in your in your own office make sure that it's in front of you and not behind you casting a total big shadow over your face but don't you feel like the golden hour is also a really cool time to get video done prime time the prime time the most sought after 
window in photography and video is golden hour, which is an hour before and after the sun sets and rises in the morning. So a lot of people will plan shoots at five in the morning just because the light is so good coming just barely over the horizon. So you get some really nice directional light, but the quality of light too, it's not, you know, super close to you yet. So, you, you know, the distance and, you know, the way that the light's hitting, it all plays into, in, you know, all has its own factor that it plays into, but we schedule shoots using this app called Sunseeker. And so you can see at any given time where the sun is going to be hitting in your location. So we use this to set up shoots that we do on location when we know we have to shoot outside at a certain time. And especially if, you know, if like say we're doing an accident reconstruction and knowing that the accident happened at 7.30 in the morning, um, the sun is probably either coming straight at you or it's directly behind you. And all that's super important if you're doing a reenactment, kind of showing what those conditions were like. So using something like Sunseeker, it's a free app and there's a paid version too, you can get some extra stuff. But it's really useful when you're planning shoots like this. I don't know how in-depth you need to get with what you're doing specifically, but if you want to be exact, app's great. And that's a really good point because it is really hard to just go based on one person saying, yeah, the sun was in my eyes. I didn't see what happened. Well, then the person who's injured is kind of like, it was really like, you should prepare for that, right? And you shouldn't take, you shouldn't just, you know, oh, well, the sun was bad, so I didn't see anything. I mean, if you can show them just how bright it is at that same time, it makes that visual will make such a big difference. Um, We've had, oh my God, I can't remember exactly where it was at, somewhere out in the country, but there was one accident that, Josh, you did a reconstruction of, and it was really early in the morning. And that country light is, especially coming over the farm fields in Ohio, I mean, it's it's bright. There are no trees to even catch a glimpse of shadow when you're driving. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, one of those things that we're, I mean, like I said, it depends on what video you're shooting and, um, you know, just controlling the light the best you can. You really can't always control the sun, but you can use it, you know, your advantage and you can put things up like a reflector, which kind of adds a layer of diffusion between you and the sun. So that harsh sunlight, if you have to shoot in direct sunlight for whatever reason, and you don't want it to look super bright and harsh, you can put a five-in-one reflector that has a diffusion, or you can use a white bed sheet or anything. I mean, if you hold something up over the light, it's going to make that sun, the light spread out, and it's going to be a lot more, you know, uh, you know, smooth on your face. Um, you're not going to squint as much. You don't want that direct sunlight. If you do have to shoot something, I mean, if we're shooting a commercial or something like that, we set up all kinds of rigs with scrims and, you know, we control the light with negative fill and all this crazy stuff. And we don't have to get that crazy when you're shooting your own videos here, but just keep in mind that, you know, there are different things that you can use if you have to shoot direct sunlight and you want to look a certain way. But that is important to note that, I mean, for the purpose of this conversation, when somebody's wanting to do video at, at home or at the office, you don't have to get that technical But if you are looking for a videographer to do professional photos for you, or I'm sorry, professional video of you, where you want that really awesome effect where it's, it's very moving and it's, and it, the shot is just so cool. Right. I mean, I always cinematic. Cinematic. Yes, exactly. You have way better terminology than I do, but you want to make sure that you hire somebody who understands how all of those things work, because there are some, some of the shots that you get that cause the most goosebumps are the ones where you capture the people and the sun is behind them and then it pops out and it, and it goes mm-hmm. bright. It, I can't really explain it. it. You'd have to see it to, to feel it. But the way that you are able to manipulate how 
the outside light works because just, I mean, it's kind of like your thing, right? I mean, it, it makes your videos a lot different than other people that I've seen. It adds a layer of like this emotion and like warmth. When you see sun, you know, um, you get these flares is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. you, know, you get these flares when it kind of peeks around and comes out and it just feels like you said, you kind of goosebumpy and just makes things look so much cooler and definitely cinematic. And when you're doing videos that whether it's for a mediation or you're doing a testimonial video and you're showing your client who has went through this battle and now they've overcome everything and now they're like on top of the world, you got this footage of them that's like, you know, the sun flaring behind them and they're just so happy and they're just outside and it really doesn't get any better like leading up to showing them when they're at their lowest point to this point now. And it's like, I know you the one you're talking about when we were on the playground and we shot with a, a little girl who got bit by a dog. We did an evening session with her and her family and they were swinging her and they were kind of walking and they were swinging her up and she just got this huge smile on her face. The sun's behind them. It just looked amazing, but it just made you feel like you're so happy for them. They just, you know, everything looked perfect. That and the silhouettes that you capture too. I've, I saw it, I mean, a lot of your wedding videos, you know, you see these two people and the silhouettes of their face and they're walking towards each other or they're getting closer and it's just the outline that's really pretty. And I always thought to myself, how cool would it be to see you translate that silhouette and that uh, feeling into legal videos, right? Because it's wedding videos are lovey-dovey, it's all emotional and everything, but how do you translate that into legal stuff? And then of course you did, right? I mean, even, I was just thinking to myself, man, that'd be so cool. And then the next, the first legal video that you ever did outside, I was like, oh, well, of course you would do that, you know? But <laughs> I mean, people just, some of the attorneys that you've captured, I, I keep saying walking down the courtroom stairs, but it, it's just, I don't know, meaningful, I guess, or symbolic, but it is, it's like their facial expressions, the silhouette of the facial expression, you can even see how intense or powerful it is. It's cool. Absolutely. You have those sweeping, moving shots. We use gimbals for all kinds of stuff that we, I mean, honestly, cameras and the technology we have right now is so good that literally anybody can pick up a camera or a little Osmo or a GoPro and you can get some really solid footage. And, you know, over the years, I've learned so much that it's not all about, you know, having the best camera and having the biggest, you know, most expensive lens, clean audio and solid lighting. You know, that's, those are the two things that are, you know, um, a lot of like people that are just starting out doing video, you know, they, they lack. And you can tell in a video that doesn't have, you know, not as good attention in the audio department or the lighting is really bad. You can definitely make your video a lot better with lighting. We've talked about it, you know, so many times already, but outside you can get some great stuff, but it could also ruin a lot of your stuff too. I'll share some photographs that well, there's video and there's photos, but just to give you guys an idea of, you know, the people who are like watching live in the guild, this is a bonus because you get to see all the video stuff that we put up and in a normal podcast, you're just hearing us talk. But so, so like this photograph right here, this has the sun behind us. You can kind of see Bruce this is my son, Bruce. You can kind of see Bruce's face, but you can't see my face hardly at all. There's, there's so much of a shadow. The same with this one, right? I mean, in these, we're just kind of trying to capture the moment of the sunset. It wasn't to make this photograph look amazing or anything like that, but look at the difference between this one versus this one, how the sun is much more clear. The sun is clearly in front of us and not behind us. So 
I mean, that's a huge difference being able to look at your face, look at your faces. Like mm -hmm. there is no definition. It just kind of looks flat, like almost like, mm -hmm. a, like a drawing switched back to the other one. And it's like a sculpture, you know, yeah. like you, you see definition, there's dimension. Yeah. Adds a ton of visual interest. Like even this one, I mean, it was bright sun overhead, but it's Br Bruce's face is casting a shadow on my face just because of the way that we were positioned. But then this one where the sun is in front of us, I mean, this is just kind of like, again, a funny little one, but the sun, the sunset is clearly in front of us. And then there was another, see, you can hardly see Bruce. This is just last night. The sunset was gorgeous up here last night. But again, you can't see Bruce's face. You can see the sun, but you can't see any definition. And this video, it's a little blurry, but you can see them clearly because the sun was in front of them. But then in this next video, see how the sun was behind. And so you can't, you know, you can't see him again. This was just for fun. I mean, this definitely wasn't, we weren't trying to capture anything amazing, but you can see how the sun makes a big, a big, big difference. It was fun to watch them blow bubbles out and the silhouettes of them blowing bubbles was kind of neat, but. Did you record that on your phone, Annika? Yeah, it was just, I whipped it out. I didn't even know that they were going to do that. And I pulled it out and just did that. I asked because you know, the majority of people in this group, I would assume probably aren't shooting full manual on their cameras and dialing everything in like white balance, mm -hmm. um, exposure and everything, especially if it's changing quickly, like a sunset is. A lot of people just use auto exposure. Same with a phone, like it just is going to automatically expose the image. So when you have that lighting that's behind like that, your camera doesn't know what you want to expose right. for. Do you, do you want to expose for that super bright sky back there and then, you know, kind of like darken out your subject or do you want to expose for your subject and then make everything super bright in the background? You can only choose one because remember, we don't have that $50,000 camera that can do both. But, you know, again, maybe you do. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's just, you know, without using lights outside, it's really hard to capture both of those exposures at the same time. So that's why it's so important just to, you know, know where your light's coming from. So now in this video, the light was fantastic. This is a really short one. You know, you could see him very clearly, but then there were other, I'm trying to find this one. That one's, you know, great because the sun is in front of him. But again, you can see this, this shadow on his shoulder. There was one where, there was one other video where the light was just way, way behind him and you, you could hardly see. But those are a couple of examples just showing, you know, the difference. I mean, again, these are things I just pulled up on my phone. So if that's, those are just examples of really quick, different way, you know, different things where you pull out your phone and you're in the moment and you're just trying to capture it. But if you can see so many differences just between those, you know, stuff that's already in your camera roll, imagine how easy it'll be to have a video turn out extra great if you just take a little bit of time to think about where you're positioned with the sun. And that's one of the things is just actually thinking about it because normally when you're just setting up a shot, you're like, okay, I got so many things to worry about. Story of my life, by the way. Hey, is this in focus? Hey, is the audio rolling? Hey, like, do I look good? All right, cool. Roll. I forgot to look at the light. How, where's the light coming from? I usually do that first. Like if I go in a building, I turn off all the lights. I want to know where the natural light's coming from if we're inside. And then I start moving things around and positioning from there. So if you can start, you know, kind of training yourself when you're doing these videos, focus on the light first. It's going to help a ton, you know, and then do audio. 
and then make sure it's in focus and then make sure you're recording and then make sure you upload it to YouTube. It's actually too a, a good rule of thumb. If you're, if you find yourself, you know, you're on vacation or you're in a cool spot and you want to ask someone else to take your photo, right. Or take a quick video of you where, you know, wherever you're standing, how many times do you hand your phone off and you're awkward because you don't really want to be like, can you retake that picture? But after you look at it, it's like, Oh, this sucks. Thinking about like, if you position yourself in the light in the best way, Okay, then you're increasing your odds that the person you're asking to take Absolutely. a picture is going to have, give you a better result too. I always set it up first myself and say, okay, hold it right, right here. here. Like I'm, I'm down on my knee, you know, it's a low shot angle, like don't move the camera and just press the <laughs> But, you know, having self timers also is really helpful right. and tripods too. So, you know, once you get the shot set up, you can even do these yourself. If you got a flip screen and you can turn your camera around so you can see yourself, how people vlog every single day. But yeah, it's, you know, the capabilities there, just knowing how to use it and what's the best way to get a quality video. Awesome. Well, thanks for all of the tips. I'm sure that it's going to encourage all of us to pay way more, way more attention <laughs> to where the, where the sun is and to check out Golden Hour. I am a huge fan of Golden Hours for sunset. I'm, I love Sunrise Golden Hour. I just never up that early. I need to get up earlier to try to check it out. But Absolutely. If you guys have any questions, be sure to let us know. So right before we went live, Facebook decided to force me into taking the new look before it was just skip and do, you know, check it out later. Right. And this time it did. So now I'm, you know, I'm looking to check for questions and I finally found it, but it's just so weird to look at. All right. Well, we don't have any questions, but if you guys listen to this later or you view it later, just, you know, feel free to comment and we'll get to those questions. And we would love to see some good examples of how you guys use sunlight in all of your videos. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk same time, same place next week. To stay connected, join us on the Maximum Lawyer Facebook group. See you there.